Hey there, I'm Rianne Mullins, and I'm the host of the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. 15 years ago, I lost 65 pounds by revamping my lifestyle in a very realistic and totally manageable way. Now, I teach other women how to ditch the yo-yo dieting cycle and start living a balanced, fit, and happy life through real food, effective exercise, and a powerful mindset. Each week, I'll be popping into your ears to teach you how you, too, can live a balanced and fit life free from unrealistic diets and crazy expectations. Let's go. Hey, everybody. It's Ray Ann here with the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm very happy that you're here today. And today I'm going to be talking about four mindset shifts to help you level up in your life. And so the reason we're going to be talking about this today is because, as you know, it's the beginning of the year. It's still early 2023, and it's a great time to look ahead in the year and see what you want to accomplish. Like what went well last year, what didn't go so well last year, and what did you learn from all of that so that you can move forward into a new year where you can do anything that you can dream of. And I believe that. So I want to talk about what mindset shifts you need to um, do just that, reach reach some goals and level up in your life. But before we jump into the mindset shifts, let's talk about goals and how we tend to make them hard to reach. And notice that I said, we make them hard to reach. Did you notice that? Because here's the thing, the goals themselves aren't necessarily that hard to reach, but for some reason, we humans like to make everything we do more difficult and more complicated, right? So maybe you've had the same goal over and over and over and you still haven't reached it. Well, maybe you're doing one of these six things, okay? So here are six ways that we make reaching our goals harder, okay? The first is having a yo-yo mindset, Okay, so you know what I mean here, right? Like you are ready to go. It's the new year. You're all pumped up, ready to go. You just ate a ton of sugar and fat and alcohol in in December and, you know, January, like first. And so you feel gross and you're ready to like totally hit it hard, right? And so you go to the grocery store, you get all these like healthy foods and you jump in. Okay, you're all pumped up. You're going to lose weight and like, yes. Well, you might feel like that for a day or two. And then one day you wake up and you're like, you know, I'm sick of eating egg whites for breakfast. Like, this is so stupid. I'm going to go get a sausage biscuit on the way to work. I don't even care. And then you eat the sausage biscuit and you feel like total crap later. And you're like, oh, I do care. I do care. Okay, so I'll do better. I'll do better later today. And then you go, you know, a few days good and a few days, you know, feeling like pumped up and ready to go and eating well. And then you have a day where you're like, do I even care? Like, I don't care. Like, I'll just be a little bit extra heavier and it doesn't matter. My clothes fit. It's fine. You know, so this is what I'm talking about. We're motivated, not motivated. We're up, we're down. We care, we don't care, right? This inconsistency is making it very hard to reach your goal. You're either in or you're out. But if you're in and out, in and out, in and out, guess what? Another year is going to fly by and you're going to still have that same goal, okay? 
And don't worry, I've done this too. I'm not trying to be luxury. I'm just saying it's, it's true, right? We all do this. And there's certain areas in our life that we're really like strong at and we are able to reach our goals easily. But then there's other areas in our life where it's really difficult. So think right now, what goal do you have that you seem to like repeat over and over and you still haven't made it? Like, are you doing this? Are you having the yo-yo mindset? I bet so. Okay. The second thing is lack of vision. And this is something I talk about a lot, but you know, you may have a general idea of what you want, but you haven't really figured out the details. Okay. So that is a lack of vision. You may say, well, this year I'm going to feel better. Okay, great. But what does that mean? Right? Does that mean you want to be less bloated? Does that mean you need more energy? Does it mean that you want to get your knees stronger um, so you can go hiking more? You know, saying you want to feel better is very vague and lacks vision. When you lack vision, it's harder. It's harder to reach a goal because like, what are you even aiming for? Right? Okay. And I know I talked about that last week and when I was talking about goals versus resolutions and having a SMART goal, right? It has to be specific. Okay. So the third way that we make reaching goals harder is doing it alone. It's really hard to be alone and expect to stay motivated and excited about reaching your goal. So I know for me, I thrive when I have a support group or a support system or an accountability partner or a coach or somebody because you have somebody to bounce ideas off or you have somebody to share your struggles with or you have somebody to say, hey, I'm having a day where I really just want to give up and they can lift you back up. Okay, it's always good to have someone else there to keep you motivated, to keep you excited, to remind you that you do care, and also to give you their point of view. Because sometimes we can't see what's in front of us and we need somebody else to point it out. Okay, so doing it alone, that makes it way harder to reach your goal. The fourth thing is strategy jumping. Oh, I see this all the time. And I've practiced this myself. So when you follow a plan or a program or an idea, okay, a blueprint, whatever it is, and then you find out that someone else is doing it a different way and they think it's so great, you decide to skip off of what you're doing and jump on to the other plan or idea or blueprint. And then it's not long before you're like, "Mm, you know, maybe my strategy was better or, oh, wait, my other friend or neighbor or coworker or this other company or this other coach or whatever it is, they're doing it this way. So, hmm, I think I better do it that way because I want to be just like them. Or, you know, uh, back and forth, back and forth, switching, switching, never staying consistent on one strategy. This jumping around is getting you nowhere. Okay. It makes it very hard to accomplish your goal. You have to be consistent. The fifth thing is undervaluing your worth. Okay, many people, and I'm going to say especially moms, but that's kind of general, isn't it? But I, because I work with a lot of women who are moms, I see this a lot. So I, I feel like I can say that. But I see these women always putting themselves last. Okay, so whenever they have a goal to reach and they feel like they're just getting along and then someone in their family has, you know, something going on, like some kind of crisis. And it could be like a minor crisis as in like daughter needs lunch money <laughs> or, um, you know, this you have to go pick up a kid that you thought someone else was going to bring home. These are these are what I'm talking about. Crisis, not like actual big ones. 
But let's say this mom has this goal for exercising more and she's on the way to the gym, but she gets a call that um, her, you know, laundry's done and she needs to pick it up at the laundromat before it closes or else it'll be there till Monday. And so she's like, oh, shoot, my husband will be really upset if he doesn't have his favorite shirt for work on Monday. So I'm not going to make it to my exercise class again because, you know, I need to take care of everyone else. Okay, that's undervaluing your worth and putting everyone else's worth in front of you. And that was kind of a weird example, but it just came to me. So you got that one. But you have to remember, like if you find yourself in that, you have to remember that you are just as important as the other people in your life. Okay, yes, you are. You, here's the thing. What if you don't take care of yourself and then you're not there for those people to do a lot of these errands and to take care of them and to feed them and to be a great mom. You have to take care of yourself. You are just as important as your husband, as your kid, um, as your boss, right? Undervaluing yourself is putting yourself last and that makes it very hard to reach your goals. You've got to, got to, got to take care of and value yourself. And then six is self-doubt. Okay, this is different. Okay, it's a little bit different than undervaluing your worth, but self-doubt is another way, you know, to make reaching a goal hard. Too many people just don't believe they can do it. Okay, so when you doubt yourself, you put off doing the things that you really want or need to do to get where you say you want to be. Okay, you're capable of a lot. Okay, you are capable of a lot, but your own self-doubt gets in the way. All right. So those are the six ways that making um, that we make reaching goals harder. Okay. So it was a yo-yo mindset, lack of vision, doing it alone, strategy jumping, undervaluing your worth and having self-doubt. Okay. So if you heard anything there in that list that you're like, whoops, that's me, then work on it. Okay. Like really think about it, like go journal about it and be like, why do I do this? Like, why do I undervalue my worth? Or why do I constantly jump strategies? Like, why am I switching from one nutrition plan to another? Or why do I do one workout plan and then switch to another? Or why do I, you know, whatever it is. Um, ask yourself, why, why? What is it that's making you, um, you know, lack the vision and stay consistent? All right, so now let's talk about the four mindset shifts that it'll take to level up and reach your goals. All right, so the first one, okay, I say this all the time, all the time, I actually just said it earlier, is you have to be clear on your vision. Okay, I know, I know, I know I say this every time I talk, but it's because it's that important, okay? Like if you were going on a vacation and you packed up everybody in the car and everyone's like, yay, we're going on vacation. And then your kid says, where are we going? And you say, oh, I don't know. We're just going on vacation. Like, would you ever do that? <laughs> no, right? You need to know like where you're going to drive to or fly to. You need to know where you're going to stay. You need to, like, you know, what you're going to eat, like what activities you're going to do. Okay. But people do this with their own goals. It's like, well, what do you want to do? I'm, I want to lose weight. Okay. <laughs> Tell me more. Why? Why is that important to you? What do you want to accomplish? How do we want to do this? There's so much more. So you got to get clear on your vision. All right. So you also want to think short-term and long-term. Okay. So we, 
a great idea, especially if you're thinking like these big life goals, is you want to start with the long term, okay, and then work backwards to determine the steps to get you there. So let's say, where do you see yourself in 10 years regarding this goal that you, you know, are talking about? So where do you want to be? So then what you want to do is literally visualize yourself 10 years from now and like imagine if you reach this goal, what your life would be like. Okay. So there's something called a Nirvana letter. This is where you pretend that you're 10 years ahead or however many years you want to say, I'm just going to say 10 years. And you write a letter to either yourself or to a friend or a family member about your life. Okay. So when you write this letter, you write it in detail. Okay. You'll give it, you'll get lots of vision from it. You're like, what are you doing? How do you feel? Where are you at? You know, whatever detail of your life at that time. Okay. So it just takes a thought to get you where you want to be. Okay. So just by thinking about how you want your life to be, visualizing it, like truly just close your eyes and visualize your ideal life. Okay. So whether it's a health goal or a career goal, or maybe you want to buy real estate, whatever, I mean, whatever the thing is, it could be anything, or maybe you want to start a new craft and be like the best quilter on the East coast or whatever. I don't care what it is. It's your goal. It's your vision, but you have to know what that vision is. So when you write like a letter, like this Nirvana letter, I was just talking about, it's a great idea just to read it over and over and over. Okay, especially when you're feeling that self-doubt coming in, remind yourself over and over and over that it is possible. Okay, it's possible for you to get where you want to be, but you just have to stay consistent and clear and keep the vision and the desire in your mind. Okay, so that's the first one. You have to get clear on your vision. The second mindset shift to level up in life is get out of your head and back into your body. Okay, so what the heck does that mean? So, well, we spend a lot of time in our head, don't we? So just now, I bet you at some point during this podcast, you have already zoned out for a second because maybe it's something I said or something you saw while you were walking, listening to this, and you already had like a million thoughts go through your head. And then maybe you've come back. Hopefully you've come back now because this is important. On <laughs> come back from the other thinking in your head. So But anyway, we spend a lot of time in our head. Okay, we think, we plan, we create stories, good ones and bad ones, mostly bad ones. We, um, you know, are counting and um, just like thinking. We're spending all this mental energy, okay? We use up so much mental, mental energy just thinking and doubting and wondering and worrying, okay? So I remember um, back in the day, I, before my bigger, my weight loss, so my weight loss happened in 2005. And for some reason, I've heard myself say 2003 a couple of times, just because I mix up my kids' birthdays. <laughs> Great mom, right? But um, sometimes I think it was 2003, but that was not right. Anyway, 2005, I lost um, the 65 pounds and I was super motivated and consistent and that's how it happened. But before that... Okay, before that, I spent so much time in my head planning and thinking and um, counting calories, counting calories like obsessively. And here's a funny thing. Counting the calories obsessively did not change a darn thing about what I was eating. If I ate 10 cookies, guess what? I estimated what I thought the cookies were. I Well, here's the thing. I didn't really estimate. I literally took the ingredients inside of my cookies 
and I broke them down the calories. So I would know exactly how much each calorie, each cookie would have calorie wise, or at least, you know, a very close estimate. And I would have 10 cookies and they were like 234 calories, I think each. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. 2,340 calories. Boom. Right there. But did I change anything? No, I just counted the calories and I was constantly adding and, and subtracting and And then I'd be like, well, if I go run with the kids and push them the stroller, that's like 300 calories. So like minus that, I was constantly in my head. In fact, I was with a friend one day and all of a sudden she was like, hello, are you there? And I was like, what? And she was like, "Um, I was just asking you a question. I was like, oh gosh, I'm sorry. And she was like, what were you thinking about? And I was like, well, I was counting up the calories we just had. And she was like, are you insane? I'm like, yes, I'm insane. But anyway, that's being in your head. Okay. Not in your body. So instead of like constantly thinking, 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 how about shifting that mindset and start feeling and listening to how your body feels? Okay, so who cares how many calories I'm eating if I'm not noticing what those calories are making my body feel like? Okay, or lack of calories. You could look at it either way. I wasn't listening to how my body felt, I was exhausted. Okay, I was totally exhausted. I had horrible time sleeping. I had terrible sugar cravings, which is probably why I was eating a million cookies. I had super low energy. My low energy really affected like I would try to exercise and I was exhausted and it just hurt, but I would keep pushing myself. So I had terrible shin splints, like terrible. And I just remember being like, well, that's what I get for eating all those calories, you know, but I didn't really pay attention to what my body felt like. So I want to say this to you, instead of like always planning and like coming up with the perfect meal plan or the perfect exercise plan or the perfect this and the perfect that and following the numbers and like being in your head all about it, stop and start listening to your body. Your body is giving you signals all freaking day long. Okay. So if you're overworked, Okay, and stressed, you may be missing out on sleep. You might be having tightness in your chest. Maybe you're having headaches. Maybe your eyes burn. Maybe you're getting acne. Maybe you have a stomach ache. Okay, maybe you are gaining weight or losing weight. These are all signs that you're unhappy. So listen to your body. Okay, so here's the thing our head. We can be really headstrong. We're like, oh, get it over you little wuss. You're fine. You're fine. I would do that. I would talk so bad to myself. I'd be like, oh, well, you have shin splints. Oh, well, get over it, fat ass. Like I would talk so meanly to myself. And in my head, I was all in my head, right? And it was almost like my head was totally separate from my body, like in a, in a bad way. Okay. But we want them to be together. Okay. So um, your head, like I was starting to say, will tell you to get over it. Okay, you might even let's let's even think about work. Maybe your goals are not body related. Maybe it's about, you know, getting a promotion or starting your own business. And your head might say to you, you know what? This is terrible. I'm exhausted. I don't feel good. I'm overworked. Nothing's working out right. But oh well, because I need to make the money. I need to work. I'll just have to figure it out. You know, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. Okay. But your body may be saying, Whoa, I need some sleep. I need, I need an assistant to help me get some of this stuff off of my plate or I need better meals throughout the day so that I can think better, okay? So if you would just listen to your body, 
Okay. And what it needs truly like just listen to your body. You're going to get so many answers. Okay. And not just from your head. So get out of your head and back into your body. Okay. I hope that makes sense. I have more to say about that, but I think I'm going to save it for a whole nother, whole nother episode. Okay. I'm going to talk a little bit about masculine energy versus feminine energy. And just really quick, the difference is, you know, when we think masculine energy, obviously we think men and feminine, we think women. I mean, typically, I mean, these days it's all mixed up, but that's fine. Um, so, but here's the deal. Men are more about black and white to the point. They take the feelings out of decisions and they can separate business and pleasure. And women are more like intuitive, need a little bit more time to make decisions, have more feelings. So when you um, get into your body, like I was talking about, and away from just your head, you're shifting into more of the feminine energy. Okay. So, so for, and men, and men need to shift also. They, we all need both. Like women need to have masculine energy and men need to have feminine energy. And so the reason so is because that makes us more well-rounded. Okay. So back in the day when I had my very first um, business coach, when I had the studio, I remember her saying, you need to quit acting like a woman and act like a man. No man would care. They would raise their prices and say, that's the deal. Just do it. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't want to be like a man right now. I, I like my clients and I don't want to make them pay more. And I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. And so, but I understood what she was saying. And that was kind of my first glimpse into like masculine energy versus feminine energy. So that's really all I want to say about that. Um, that could be an entire different episode, but my point is when you are always in your head, you're more in your masculine energy. And when you shift into your feeling your body and create and combining your mind and your body together, that is shifting more into the feminine energy. Okay. All right. So the third mindset shift is focus only on what matters. Focus only on what matters. Okay. So there is a lot going on in our world. Okay. We all know that, I mean, government, you know, politics, celebrities, all kinds of stuff is going on in our world right now. But there always has been lots of stuff going on in the world. It's not like it's a new thing, right? There's always going to be so much drama and so much happening, okay? But what actually matters the most to you? Like what matters to you? So I, um, it's funny because I'll be like with friends and they're all talking about like celebrities, like who's dating who and like all this stuff. And I'm like, what are they talking about? Like, I don't even know like half the time the people they're talking about. Like first, I don't even know the celebrity. And second, I'm like, I sure as hell don't know who they're married to or dating or how many people they've dated. That's just nonsense to me. Like I know people love it and that's totally fine. But to me, I'm not going to waste my energy and time even reading that stuff. I mean, if someone tells me a little like trivia thing about like who Lady Gaga slept with or whatever, I might be like, eh, whatever. But I, I don't care. I'm not going to go out and seek that information. I'm also really, really, really bad about listening to politics because a lot of it I just don't understand. And so I tend to like just not pay attention you know, and so, yes, it needs to, it probably does need to matter to me more. It absolutely does to be an American. However, I just, 
I just can't get my body to pay attention to it in my brain. So I just rely on those that are really smart at it to take care of that. And if there's something I need to do, then somebody needs to tell me and I'm going to do what I need to do. But my point is, if you want to level up in life and actually do something that matters to you and reach your goals, you have to focus on what matters the most to you. Okay, don't take the energy and the time and the stress to worry about things that don't even really matter to you at the end of the day. Okay, but now if you love, love, love watching, you know, stuff, hearings and stuff on TV, see, I don't even know what to call it, or you love Hollywood news, or, you know, you love that kind of stuff. I mean, that's totally fine, but you got to let the small stuff go. So when you're focusing on things like your neighbor's yard having too many weeds or, listening to the lady who's talking on the treadmill next to you who's driving you crazy. That kind of shit, that, when you're focusing on all that stuff, you're not focusing on you. And if you're not focusing on you and what only matters to you, it's going to be really hard to reach your goals. It's going to be really hard to go to the next level in life. It's going to be really hard to do what you need to do because you're spending your energy and your time worrying about everyone else's stuff. Okay, so you got to take 100% responsibility for everything that you do and focus on that. Focus only on what you can control. Okay, when you're focused on others' problems, like I just said, you're not focusing on your own issues and goals. Okay, so stick with your own plan, your own program, your own vision. And if it's important and matters, you're going to stick to it and you're not going to let the other stuff, the other nonsense the outside of your control scope, you're not going to let that bother you, okay? You're not going to let it interrupt you. And this is true when it comes to making excuses too. Like create a no excuses policy for yourself, okay? Honor yourself. Be totally honest with what you are capable of. Know your boundaries and don't make excuses, okay? Just be true to yourself. Stick with what you know works for you. Okay, so focus only on what matters to you and what is going to get you to your goal. Okay, so I think this is a really, really big one. Okay, so um, I see it a lot with clients. They'll like come to me, like for a, let's say a nutrition plan. Okay, they'll come in, we'll do the whole assessment, I'll send them their plan, and we get started. And maybe like a week or two into it, you know, they're they're getting getting situated, get going. And next thing I know, I either get an email or a call saying, hey, Rand, so my friend has recently lost, you know, whatever pounds doing this plan. And don't you think I should do that too? Well, no, (laughs) or else I would have given you that plan, right? So when you start to change like what your plan or your strategy is based on someone else's plan, you are no longer serving yourself. You're just jumping strategies and putting yourself further behind. So this is when you're not paying attention and focusing on what matters to you. Because in this example, you know, when I do an assessment for somebody to plan their nutrition, I'm doing it based on their specific needs and I'm customizing it for them. I don't know what their friend is doing. So if you're keeping your eyes on someone else's paper, right, that's, it's not helping you. It's it's about like creating a plan and strategy that works for yourself and focusing on you and not focusing on what other people are doing. Okay. So anyway, all right. The fourth mindset shift is believe that you're worth it. Okay. 
I know, I know you're like, okay, that's kind of lame, but it's not lame. You've got to believe that you're worth it. If you don't believe that you're worth it, you absolutely will not reach your goal. Okay. I can't tell you how many people just don't believe they can do it. They don't believe in themselves. Right. So some of this comes back to like your inner, inner child healing that we've talked about in past episodes, but there is definitely something in a lot of us and everybody that makes us feel like we're not good enough. Okay. Even these super, super famous, super successful, amazing people, they all have self-doubt somewhere and they've at some point in their life felt not good enough in some manner. Okay. But I promise you, if you're here and listening to this, you're worth it. If you are alive and breathing today, you are worth it. You are amazing and you always have a choice. Okay. You can forget about what anything's happened in your life. Today, every day is a fresh start and you can choose and believe in yourself and do the things you want to do. Okay. Just do it. Just be the person you want to be. Act as if you're already the person that you strive to be. Okay. So act as if you're already the super fit person or act as if you're already the millionaire. You know, what would that person do? Okay. I've talked about that before too. The be do have. Okay. So if you don't believe in yourself, it'll be really difficult to get, you know, where you want to be and where you deserve to be. So I love the saying, what you appreciate in yourself appreciates. Try using a gratitude journal and just like write down everything that you're grateful for in your life and everything that is awesome about you. Okay. And focus on that. And that might feel really weird at first to be like, I am good at X. I am awesome at blah. I am this. I am that. It feels a little weird sometimes, but nobody else has to see it. Be honest. And the more you start to see how awesome you are and how good you are at something and many things, you're going to start feeling better about yourself and you're going to start putting yourself out more and doing more and believing more. And that is when you up-level your life. All right. So in summary, I just want you to say yes to your dreams and vision more. Okay. But you've got to know exactly what that vision is. Okay. Don't lack vision. Get specific and clear because that's when you can feel it and smell it and touch it. And that's when you're going to make it. Okay. Focus on what matters to you most. Okay. Throw out all the other bullshit and keep that vision in your mind and believe you are worth it. Remind yourself every day that you are worth it. Get somebody to remind you every day that you are worth it. Okay. All right. So that is all I have for you today. You know, thanks again for being here. If you have time, please take like two minutes or a minute just to rate and review the podcast. I would appreciate it so much. And I hope that you have a good rest of your week. Thank you for tuning into the Balanced Fit and Free podcast. I'm over here giving you a virtual high five. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. And if you are looking for a crew of amazing women who are also seeking a balanced, fit, and free lifestyle, be sure to join my exclusive community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you in the show notes. Until next time, keep your thoughts positive and your coffee hot.